0: Beats with Rob O'Connor. Your music now. This is Beat. This is Irish Beats with Rob O'Connor, and in the virtual studio with me today is Who's Your Man? And who is your man? It's Paul Savage, formerly of the band O Emperor, who is just about to release his debut solo album under the name Who's Your Man with a question mark at the end of it. Paul, how are you getting on?
1: I'm good, yeah. Good to good to see you again and good to be back.
0: Yeah. So, Paul, the name, who's your man? What? Where's mm-hmm. it coming from? And because it's 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 all one word, as in it's it's kind of like a, a what's it, onomatopoeic, or not onomatopeic? What's the, the word I'm looking for? Um, phonetic. Who's your man? H O W H O Z Y E R M A N question mark.
1: Well, I suppose the, the spelling came from uh, originally when we were recording with o Emperor. Um We were, you know, when you're in a band practice and I was recording just whatever our jam at the time was, I would, you know, record them on the phone. Um, and then when, you know, you saved them, you kind of, I just typed in whatever to kind of name it something um, and we'd been kind of joking around, but. Yeah, I just typed it in as who's your man. And uh, that's kind of where the spelling came from. But I suppose we'd we been kind of joking around with that kind of, I suppose, um, common Irish kind of phrase of like, that kind of like, who's your man? Like, who's? Yeah. yeah, or that kind of like, whether, you know, it's some some fella just acting strange or having notions or like or or like. That kind of also that kind of term of like, you know, if you uh, like, kind of saying, oh, if someone talks to you about, art, you know, are you you're a musician, and it's like, oh, what's the name, and oh, I never heard of him. Who's your man, and or who who's that guy, and it's it's that kind of past remarkable or whatever way you say it. That kind of, um, just that Irish turn of phrase, I suppose, is is kind of where it comes from.
0: Yeah, uh, it's funny because that was. The little note I had down there about who's your man was—I just have a thing down there in inverted commas. Has notions, and even the way you're describing it there is—is—is—it's is, it's almost kind of self-deprecating. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. There, there is definitely that. It, it, it's, it's that kind of. You know, you're, you're, you're doing, you're doing music. Uh, you're putting yourself out there, so there is a self some slight self-parody on like, you know, who's your man? Never heard of him, you know, <laughs> Uh that kind of, you know, we've all heard that kind of stuff before. So, yeah, that's that's kind of where it comes from.
0: Yeah. So uh, so you mentioned O Emperor. OK, so you were with O Emperor and you released three albums uh with O Emperor, as far as I'm recalled, three. Is that correct? Mm.
1: You got Yeah. <laughs> three, three and a half an EP <laughs> in there somewhere. Yeah.
0: Okay, yes, that's right, that's right. There was an EP as well, yeah. But so, okay, so but this is your first solo album now. You did an EP under the name Who's Your Man, which we will talked mm. about in a few minutes. But how does it feel to have a solo album under your belt? Um
1: yeah, it's it's quite nice. Um like releasing any kind of music is always good, but but I think releasing an album even widow emperor it, it's nice to have a, a body of work or a new body of work um so in in that sense it it still feels kind of you still have the same excitement around um release of music but this one is it's i suppose it, it's special in a way because i've you know i've i produced it myself and wrote it um so it was kind of under my own steam um which was good, good. you know, it, it's it's good and bad in ways. I, I think having the, in, enjoying the collective collaboration of a band is is something I missed, or I, I miss and I would like probably on another album um, to kind of get more people involved in, in the writing, even if it's still under a solo kind of moniker. It would, I think next time it'll be more collaborative, but for this one I enjoyed just... I enjoyed the experience of trying to just do something myself and have it self-contained. I suppose given the circumstances last two years, things have been kind of more kind of isolated in a way, but I was kind of kind of doing that before everything kicked off, kind of enjoying just making demos on my own and, and enjoying the process of, of learning more about the kind of more details about production and recording and, uh, not having anyone else to to collaborate with was was a, a good challenge. So I suppose mm. having it, having it, having done it now, um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite proud of it, and, and I think it it uh, it came up. Yeah, I'm 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 proud of it. So yeah, that's that's how I feel about it at the moment. <laughs> anyway, not sure how anyone's going to think about it, but yeah,
0: yeah. But I suppose maybe that's the thing, isn't it, that you. You create this and you put it out in the world and look, whatever other people think of it is beyond your control. But perhaps if you're happy with it and you're you and, and you feel in some way satisfied with it, well, then you've won because everything else is a bonus. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? And I don't mean that in oh, a yeah. kind of a. You should only make music for yourself and do ten-minute wanky guitar solos. I don't mean it like that. I mean it in a kind of a, right? I'm I can st- I feel like if I t- pull that down off a shelf in twenty years time, I'd be happy that I could say I did that, you know, and everything else then is a bonus.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I feel yeah, I'm satisfied with it. Um, I think like every album, you kind of I think. If at the end you're you don't hate it, then I think that's that's a that's a good measure of success. If it doesn't make you kind of ill to look to listen to it, by the end that's that's good. But um, I think the the process is like you, you're so in it and you're so involved in it that once it gets released, it, it actually almost becomes like it it, it without sounding pretentious, it, it leaves you and and it doesn't it's not part of you anymore like you mm. can listen to it almost as a an outsider I, if you were to pull it down off the shelf in 10 years time it would it would sound strange and it would sound like it w- you wouldn't really have much of a recollection about it um like i was talking to someone recently about about this and you know even like oh emperor stuff now is is nearly going on 10 years since like our first album or even second one and i haven't heard it in years but if if it came on it would be like very strange. It would be a kind of that uncanny feeling of like, it's familiar, but it's, it's strange. Um, so yeah. Um, do you ever listen to your own music?
0: (laughs) No, that's okay. Do do you ever listen to your own music though? And Uh, I don't mean that in a kind of a, again, I'm not trying to make it sound like you're kind of a self-absorbed narcissist. Uh, but what (laughs) I mean is, when like for example, years ago when I was playing and I couldn't listen to stuff because you'd spend so long writing and recording and mixing and you'd know every little detail and every little flaw on the record that then when it was actually done I couldn't listen to it and I couldn't listen to it for years. You know, when yeah. you could listen back. And even then I'd still be critical
1: of it. Um Yeah, yeah, there's definitely um like I no, I I wouldn't I, I again what like once something is released I wouldn't listen to it um, only if maybe I had to go back and kind of remember what I did if, you know, for a gig or something, I'd have to listen to something. But um, yeah, like what I was saying, it's like you, you listen to it so much. And I'm particularly up to like when you're mixing and mastering it at that point when it's kind of done, but you're like really fine tuning it, you're listening in such a way that's, that's almost, torturous in a way it's like jesus i have to listen to this again and again and make sure it's right so then once it's released it's kind of like the work is done and you can't change it which is a nice feeling to finally not be able to change something Mm. and it's done and um part of the kind of creative process i think for people is it's good that you can you kind of you are just thinking about the next thing in a healthy way it's like that's done now i'm looking forward to just making more music you know you might take some time off for a while but but really once something is done you just don't want to kind of in a healthy way you just don't want to be part of it anymore yeah Um, and that doesn't mean you know you'll enjoy playing gigs and you'll enjoy playing the songs but they'll there's a different they have a different life in that in that context in terms of recording it's it's done and yeah, you might, it might be a nice feeling to hear it pop up on the radio at a random point in your life and go, geez, that sounds pretty good. But no, I wouldn't go back and listen to stuff, um, after it's released because, you know, you've, you've, yeah, it, it, there's nothing more you can, (laughs) (laughs) you kind of almost don't want to listen to it anymore. Yeah. In that way. So the Who's Your Man album, Blink, it's coming
0: out next week. We were recording this uh, a week before it's released. It's released on the 4th of February, isn't that correct? Yeah. 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 So uh, Blink is the name of the album. It's uh, 10 tracks. Now, I've, I've listened to it. Uh, I think I've listened to the whole thing through twice and then I've heard other few snippets of it. So I haven't given it a forensic listen so I'm not going to hit you up with any kind of detailed production techniques or anything like that <laughs> but the the kind of the immediate impression that I got and I'm not meaning to insult you by saying this right uh, and I hope I don't what I'm kind of getting from the album is it kind of seems like a collection of kind of philosophical musings they're almost kind of dreamlike in spaces uh, set to lo-fi bleeps and bips and Things like that. I mean, Marcel Marceau yeah. was invoked at one point, and I went, "Jesus, <laughs> you know." Um, <laughs> h- how does that? How does that description strike you? Does it insult you? Uh,
1: no, no, it doesn't. Um, I, I don't because yeah, I don't want to insult I, you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I suppose. Yeah, it, it is. It is fairly introspective. Um, a lot of the the themes and lyrics. Um, you know, obviously enough, it. You know, the last two years have kind of been probably a bit introspective for a lot of people. Um but um but it it's it's I don't think it's a bleak album. It's it like it definitely is living in your own head, but um but it's it's kind of I suppose enjoying that space, swimming around there for a while. But mm. you know, um yeah, there there is definitely philosophical musings about, you know, there's certain kind of existential realities that are there facing us um there's a few of those themes and then there's just the themes of of kind of you know living with boredom or living with in a kind of a you know um living in a space that feels uncanny or you know strange you know with with kind of lockdown and all those kind of things that happened um yeah there's definitely Musing's to to that effect, yeah. Um, w-
0: w- would you call it a COVID album?
1: Uh, yeah, I know it. <laughs> I'm sure people kind of yeah. You want to shy away from that. I mean, it's there's plenty of those. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I can't really get away from the fact that there's definitely uh, those kind of themes are in there. But um, mm. I'd I'd been kind of I've been living in Bray, kind of. I moved there in 2018, so kind of before stuff kicked off, and, and I'd been kind of living, um, not like isolated, but like, you know, I, I moved to a new place for the first time, so I didn't know any people or anywhere, and I moved there because of a job. But I had that sense of kind of, you know, enjoy, like just walk around, seeing a place for the first time, and almost having that kind of, you know, like when you're a tourist, you kind of just... Enjoy just strolling around a new place, even as banal as as it could be. You just kind of see things with a fresh perspective. So there was a bit of that even before stuff kicked off, and then so I'd been recording a lot of the album at um, kind of a year before stuff kicked off, and then obviously things ramped up where it was really like I had to stay in the one place, stay in Bray for three or four months. Um, so in a way, I was kind of almost semi-prepared for it but uh (laughs) but then yeah more things there's definitely themes of of um of kind of existential dread or kind of uh what does the future mean or even just living in your own little space um so Mm -hmm. yeah I suppose as much as I Shudder in a way I suppose it kind of is A little bit of a Covid album
0: (laughs) Yeah Yeah And I don't mean that To be reductive Either Oh yeah No yeah You know But I mean like There's a kind of A one two punch In the So the single The year Hmm. The year dot 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 Which kind of Immediately kind of When I saw that Even before I'd even Heard it I thought Oh is this like Some sort of Reference to Covid And again maybe I was projecting On that But then you have that And then on the album That's followed up By the Blinking back and forth, Hmm. which, so this year is, it's, it's, or the year is kind of singly, it's, it's, it's got a beat and then you go into this almost dreamlike piece that follows it, you know, uh, it's it's almost, it's almost kind of spoken wordy in places as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of, um, getting more into trying to write lyrics, um, outside of music, like having them, you know, before, you know, playing the bands, often the music, the kind of melody or the the, the kind of bones of a song would, would kind of come first and then you tried to put lyrics on afterwards. Um, but for this, I was kind of, you know, walking around, going back and forth into Dublin on the train. Um, so it was a lot of time moving around. Um, so I was trying to just write lyrics or write lines, whatever, as I went along and have a notebook of stuff to recall so so a lot of that kind of informed the style that it became more kind of lyrically and more kind of lyrically dense denser than what we would have had in November. um so yeah stuff like the year and the year kind of is more like there's a lot of matter of fact kind of you know things that just happened as banal as they are um like the year was just like sitting on a beach at the time, um and there was paper there that was, you know, old and looked kind of a few few days old, but it, it had the title of like Barmageddon, which was at the time it was like the pubs were still closed and this was um this was a big, big news. But uh but then coincidentally I was looking on my phone afterwards and it was the same it was the anniversary of the first dropping of the atomic bomb um, in Japan. So oh. it, was, it was like, uh, God, I'm trying to think now the top of my head, maybe the 6th of August, maybe 5th or 6th of August. I could be wrong, I have to look back, but it kind of happened around that time. Um, or it, it was just kind of the same day when I was looking at my phone and I could see this headline flapping on the beach that someone had left um, their paper behind them. So just that moment was a nice kind of weird poetic juxtaposition as to like that kind of um putting things in perspective i suppose as to what really is um facing people or what could face people in you know in uh in existential circumstances like so you know yeah that was just one thing that just i was able to note down and it was nice then to kind of to have a theme and kind of pick it apart um and yeah, stuff like that. Um, I suppose mm. blinking back and forth then is actually more to do with the, even though it's a, it's an instrumental, it would still be about like, the, the pool bag lighthouses, um, or the lighthouse pool pool bag stacks. Sorry, that mm. are in Dublin. Those kind of so you know taking the train and you just kind of see these two little dots blinking. Um, so that's kind of where the title comes from. But. They're obviously the album is called Blink so there's yeah. a bit of that kind of thing going on um, that theme of yeah kind of time and stuff like that
0: uh, This is Rob O'Connor from Irish Beats speaking with Paul Savage aka Who's Your Man his debut solo album Blink is just about to be released and we're chatting about where it's coming from and possibly where it might be going uh so Paul, as who's your man? You released an EP in right at the start of all mm. the lockdown stuff. So I, I like. Yeah. I think did you have a single come out in April or or March of twenty twenty? Ooze, if yeah. I remember correctly. What what, what day yeah. was that exactly? No, I, don't, I I should have looked this up beforehand, but I didn't. I
1: can't. It's so. It's bizarre. It's all of Laura, it, feels, isn't it? it feels so long ago. I I nearly almost forgot that I put out an EP. Um, so yeah, that was like. It, it was. It seemed like it was March <laughs> or April. Yeah, right when things kicked off. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it it seemed. Yeah, it was probably the worst time possible to release anything really because no one's head was in oh, the game at all. Yeah. Um, so yeah.
0: <laughs> so, but, but but what I'm saying is is who's your man so I, I asked you if this album was a COVID album right and and we got a very kind of detailed answer there but who's your man is not a COVID project because you were clearly working on this before yeah. all things kicked off and if events had been different no doubt this album or, or another album would have come out sooner now look this is the world we live in and we don't live in a Marvel multiverse and I'm sure there is one somewhere where You released an album in, you know, January of 2021 and then had a great (laughs) summer touring festivals all across Europe. Uh, But anyway, that's another day's work. Uh, How do you feel about the album versus the EP and the kind of the, the, I suppose, the release structure that many musicians go with these days?
1: Um, how do I feel about my EP or uh, I, just I the, EP, the, the, the con
0: the concept of the EP versus the album versus bunches of singles.
1: Um, yeah, I suppose sometimes I, I, I kind of flip flop from kind of, you know, wanting to just put out loads of stuff and make it more fluid as opposed to like when you release something, um, but then I also then enjoy the kind of the more focused release of an album. And I think albums do carry more, certainly in terms of press, I think you can kind of rev- get more reviews or there's more, there's a little bit more weight behind an album as opposed to a an EP or a single. Um, but that then again, that that's kind of certain, maybe certain parts of, of media have those you know like magazines and and whatnot papers uh, have review sections but then you know there's a whole cohort of people that listen to music and don't really care for the album or whatever mm. it comes on it's just it's it's music it it's just there to be kind of consumed and um certain maybe younger generation are more just like more fluid about how they release stuff and even like just them as people and personalities there's a huge like it's just a kind of a constant true social media like the the lines between release and who the person is is completely blurred people can just you know maybe put up videos of themselves or or put up releases through tiktok or <laughs> instagram or whatever and it's it's a bizarre world it, it's exciting but um uh probably prefer the kind of more traditional, like release a body of work and go play some gigs. Mm -hmm. Um, So I am looking forward to that. That's something I'm kind of, I'm thinking about now, Um, trying to actually think about it in a live set.
0: Okay. Because that that was going to be one of my questions I was going to ask you shortly was about gigs and would you... Look, I know everything is has a huge question mark over it at the moment, and, and, and it, but it's moving in a positive light, so I am I am optimistic. Mm. But because you you am I right in playing that saying that you played most of you played practically everything except the drums on this record? Is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got Brendan uh, Brendan Fennessy who plays with us in a Emperor. He he came in and did drums. Um, so, yeah and 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 he mixed some of the album as well so mm. so that was yeah my other partner in crime for this <laughs>
0: yeah um so but if you tour this or or do some gigs mm. will you do them as solo shows will it just be paul savage mm. or might you have a band or uh but maybe yeah, it's too I'm difficult actually,
1: to say i'm i'm trying to work that out um i have i have a sampler here beside me that i got and i'm trying to figure out what 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 that might entail whether it's actually me on my own but probably maybe me and someone else um so yeah i i probably will call on people to kind of to make it into a live set i initially i enjoyed the potential freedom of being able to kind of you know rock up with myself and sampler or whatever and and do gigs and you know the idea of maybe getting on a plane and going somewhere more kind of exotic because it's just yourself you have those options that Mm. with a band it becomes a logistical nightmare um but then again the other side of things is like making music is it's it's great it's a collaborative thing and it's a collective thing i think it's Probably is better when you do it with people You know it's it's more crack And um, I think you get more Out of it in that sense So uh, but I'll still Try and keep it tight maybe two or three People you know something that's That's a kind of a Bit of a rotating Door of Collaborators or you know People rolling in for a gig So yeah mm. still trying to figure it out
0: And it, like Whenever you do get dates in the book I'm assuming you'll put them up on your social media yeah. and website and all that kind of stuff uh, yeah. Yeah. which is all Who's Your Man? Uh, who's how do you man? spell that yeah. again? Yeah. W-H-O- uh,
1: W-H-O-Z-Y-E-R-M-A-N and then sometimes <laughs> the question mark doesn't work on certain kind of URLs so it's been a disaster <laughs> 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 of a name <laughs> Right, but you, I'm gonna, you, you'll find me somewhere
0: if you just search who's your man blink you'll find it anyway yeah. um, right yeah. this is the last question and if it's if it's delving into the personal territory tell me to F off right so mm-hmm. you've talked about the crack of playing with the band and you produced a body of work with O Emperor and you have this which is largely a solo effort although as you said Brendan Fennessy did play drums and, and did a bit of mixing on it but I would say it's, it's largely a Paul Savage effort is the name "Who's Your Man" a way of Paul Savage from hiding? Is Paul is Savage Paul hiding? Savi- is Paul Savage hiding behind? Am Who's I, I hiding? Man? Yeah, are you hiding behind "Who's Your Man"? Uh,
1: uh, no, not well. Not, no, not really. I suppose I. Uh, At the very, very start, I was thinking, like, would I even actually reveal who it is if it was just maybe like a completely secret of just putting out music? But then I was like, oh, that's I'd have to kind of continue that kind of guys of not showing my face. And and would anyone even care? That was also (laughs) the thing. Um, So, I mean, I suppose it was. I mean, I yeah, I thought about whether I just go under my own name, but maybe for tax purposes, then I probably, that would also bring up Can of Worms.
0: Wait, is there a huge body of cash uh, there for who's your man?
1: <laughs> yeah, I like, like to keep my private and business separate. Um, but no, I mean, it. it is just a uh, whatever pseudonym, moniker, whatever you call mm-hmm. it. Um, and just a name that I thought suited a solo effort of you know who's your man, who is he, what the, what's his crack? Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm no, I, I I'm think I'm I'm proud to kind of step out and have it as a solo project, and for it to be there, um, yeah, putting myself out in social media and all that stuff—that's another thing I probably am shying away from from stepping up to those plates but you know that's everyone's different taste so yeah if
0: we, we won't see you dancing on tiktok
1: <laughs> depends <laughs> you know <laughs> do it for enough money <laughs> uh paul
0: the album uh blink it's available next week uh released on the 4th of february uh there are physical copies available isn't that correct
1: yeah, I got some CDs done up for now, but uh, yeah, vinyl seems to be under a ferocious pressure with everyone. <laughs> I don't know, everyone and their granny seems to be getting vinyl pressed up, so that's why it's been very hard. Uh, there's been a huge backlog with with plants, but yeah, CDs for now, and you know you can listen to it online and buy it on Bandcamp, whatnot. Um, but yeah, vinyl might might happen later in the, in the year deadly
0: stuff well I hope I hope to do here I hope to hear it on vinyl uh, uh, I, I mm. would proudly purchase a copy and stick it into my collection there uh, I think it would uh, sound very good it'd be a lovely kind of dreamy even uh, album to listen to of an evening um, and it is very yeah, much an album that's the thing that I really strikes me about it. It, it it is it's not just a collection of tracks that just mm. happen to be thrown together there's very there is an aesthetic that runs through it uh, so.
1: Yeah, I I think, yeah, I suppose it being a solo effort, that was something I was able to kind of get down and dirty with as to like, you know, maybe even conceptually what I was feeling and, and trying to actually run a thread through it um, that sometimes does or doesn't happen with collaborative work. But this time it was solely my own kind of, uh, you know, my, my, yeah my my own tastes or whatever i was feeling whims you know <laughs> so it was nice to yeah to to have to have control over that um and yeah kind of put a overall arc on it
0: excellent well touchwood We'll get to see who's your man performing live at some stage over the summer or, or into the spring or whenever it is. It'd be great to, to hear some of this music performed live. Uh, Paul, thanks very much for your time today. I do appreciate it. Wish you all the best with the album Blink. And uh, hopefully we'll see you in the flesh soon. Thank you. Irish Beats with Rob O'Connor on Beat 102 103.